Kaiju FM. Come find your niche. Where's my money? Where's my... Show me the money. Jerry Maguire. Great okay. film. <laughs> well, yeah, but... I really liked it. It's good. So one of Tom so Cruise's don't Jerry, best. Don't Jerry Maguire me. Just a, Don't Jerry Maguire require my money. Don't, don't, don't Jerry, Jerry require your money. my money. Like my just, money. You can't handle the truth. It's not that's Jerry Maguire. That's, that's Jack Nicholson that's in, Jack Nicholson uh, in, a, few in a Few Good, good men. men. Yeah, great film, though. That is I'd, a great film. One of Tom Cruise's best. Anything else? One of Tom Cruise's best? Top Gun. That was pretty good. Cocktail. That was pretty good. Uh, um, Rain Man. Rain Man was good, yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tweet Tom Cruise today, aren't we? Yeah. Welcome back to the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be. Well, I'm Chris McLennan. And I'm Carl Noble. And my life is falling apart, Cal. That's all right. We've got the Tooniverse, mate. I'm going to look in deep into the portal today deep, for answers. Get, get so deep into the portal that, you know, the crumbling, shattering shards of your life just don't matter anymore. I'm, I'm, that's the plan for today. I mean, I'm pleased that I'm going to be immediately greeted with... With who I'm going to yeah. be immediately oh, God, yeah, yeah. Of all the people I could stare into the portal this week and see yeah. staring back at me, I'm glad it's these fellas. Yeah. But first, what did we learn last week? Uh, well, we had a uh, Bugs Bunny to 70 Sam, and it was kind of like a, a reenactment sort of um, bit. Yeah, that's sort of strange. Basically, the, the crew of the ship that Bugs was on just went, nah, we're out, it's... Buccaneer Sam or Pirate Sam or whatever hell he was. Yeah, but also concluded that due to the number of safety notices around, it was a modern time situation. Yeah, and the electric fan and the diving equipment. Yeah, so actually... Like, actually it's definitely modern day stuff. It's just bugs, you know, making sort of inappropriate use of some historical landmark yep. uh, to wail on Sam again. Uh, we also had uh, Pepe Le Pew turning up in a Sylvester and Tweety. Yeah, and actually, uh, like... Sylvester was doing real well. Like, yeah. he, he nearly had himself a Tweety there, yes. and Pepe ruined it. We also saw the army of Hectors. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah we that did, That old yeah. school Clone Watch, Clone Watch. situation is, is, is still at large. That, that was, it was nice to see that, because it was like, well, where have all those guys got to? Yeah, because we, we, we sort of concluded that a long time ago, yeah. and then it sort of went away, and it was just... Oh, I hope that evidently sl- didn't go away. I hope that's not nothing, and it wasn't. It's terrifying. Yeah. So uh, we also had Teeny the Elephant, that classic character. Yeah, uh, that it, one was le- like less helpful as, on the whole. Well, I mean, you know, because he was some sort of like weird innards sucking. Yeah, I didn't like that elder god no. bit. Like, no, that that wasn't good. That wasn't that wasn't a good episode. That was not a good bit. Let's. <laughs> they're not all meant to be good. You not, know, not worry about Teeny the Elephant. We're kicking in uh, this week with. Uh, those goofy gophers. Oh, we love the They're goofy delightful. gophers. They're just so polite, so nice. They're, <laughs> They're just, brilliant. You're just getting on with their shit. I think it's exactly what you need. Uh, so let's jump straight in. Uh, let's watch uh, I Go For You. It's a goofy gophers number from January 30th, 1954. <laughs> 
Delightful. That was delightful. It always is, though. Uh, Never world-altering. No, not really. I mean, we've got a, a, a big corporation that we haven't seen before. Yeah, Ajax Food Co. Ajax. And they, they are... They're not kind of running farms. They are just going around going to, stealing Going to farms, farms. and just nicking shit. So the, the, the golfers here, um, they seem to have a farm that they tend from underground. Yeah. But, you know, they've got a barn and stuff like that. So I'm wondering whether or not the barn was but just also, an existing building when they bought the farm. They're growing... They're not growing, like... Fed, they're not growing food for, for you know, your, their gopher size. Like, no. you know, it's it's a, like a human-sized farm they run. Yes, yeah. Uh, I and mean, they're doing a good job of it as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like... But then they get robbed. But yeah, they just by get Ajax. literally everything nicked, except so, maybe five carrots. So they ran to... They followed the trucks and ran to, like, the big uh, food processing... They're nippy. Yeah, they are real nippy. But they ran there to the big food processing plant, and they were like, oh, this is wonderful. And it's just because there's loads of, like, vegetables everywhere basically being processed. And yeah. I think they... Is it tomato juice? Yeah, going into that, like bottles. Tin, tin tomatoes or anything. Yeah, like but like basically sauce. one of them stands in the place of a bottle as it's being filled and just, and just gets out. guzzled and with a bottle cap stuck on his head. Yeah, it's, it was mainly a series of them getting into... Various pickles, pickles some, literally. sometimes literally, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, with the, with the various processes going on in this factory, yeah, and then help, he kept help keeps helping them out, and then they're just like, "Oh, delightful! Oh, thank you very much! What oh, you're I very welcome." Do you find interesting is I still don't know their names. It's goofy gophers, aren't they? Yeah, that's it. I, I don't think I they have names because they're they're only listed as a pair ever. Yeah, but I'm assuming they do have. It's names. like two curious puppies. Yeah, I'm assuming they do have names, but we just don't know. But yeah, what, but I also pretty sure we'll never get them. No, I don't think we ever will. Uh, but they did find the dehydrator at the end. Um, yeah, I was worried with that situation yeah. because, given the uh, literal uh, approach to some of the the other parts of the factory, yeah, I was worried we're just going to see someone get desiccated. Yeah, I mean, like one of them did get dehydrated. Um, and he was in a packet and he ended up getting water put back on him and he popped back up but you never saw him actually dehydrated you, yeah, s- you just saw him in a wasn't like he was, some, he was a box some David Cronenberg shit yeah <laughs> no, no, shrivel no. up um, but yeah in the end they ended up taking a load of their stuff back and filling their tunnels with all this dehydrated stuff and they were like alright you know well it all got big forever. burst up and then burst out of the ground yeah like it got is- it got wet and immediately just turned into perfectly fine fresh veg but what I quite liked is like they were initially robbed, right? Yeah. By the end, like they they had this sort of cornucopious. Yeah, like, they had so much more than was taken from food, them. and they were just like, "Oh, it's going to be a struggle to get this back in all those packets." Yeah. Like, didn't even think of just going right. Well, serves them right. This is ours. Yeah. They were just like, "Oh God, can't gotta sort this out. Can't have this." Well, I think it was a storage issue. Well, they just More, get snaffling or get selling. Well, I think the selling is probably what they would end up having to do because that stuff's going to go off real quick. But what it, what is interesting is the um, sort of sci-fi level of dehydration because, I mean, we can dehydrate food. Yeah, yeah. But, but this was like... Like, you know, it's add a couple of drops of water and you've got a roast dinner on a plate. Yeah, it was like uh, Back to the Future too. Yes, yeah, exactly like that. And it was just like, hmm, yeah, that's, that's interesting technology that they've got there. Yeah, but I think there's always been this sort of odd, slightly futurist chic in the Tooniverse, where it's just like their sort of research and development went into different stuff than here. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so they've they've got a lot of that sort of... I suppose it helps when physics doesn't work the same. Yeah, I mean... Well, That's like, got to help. I mean, physics has a lot to do with willpower in the Tooniverse, yeah. and as a result... Willpower and imagination. 
as a result, like, you know, it's handy. And, like, I imagine that's why, back in the day, Peter Laurie was there as a mad scientist, probably trying to harness yeah. some of these, these, these new physics. So this new magic. Because, I mean, maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's, you know, that's, maybe where that's the idea of magic came from. Possibly, yeah. It's just like, you know, there was just parallel universes with, with slightly different physics. I mean, I suppose, like, yeah. Maybe, it's maybe we can true. harness this. It always reminds me of um, Sliders. Yeah. Do you remember sliders when yeah. they go to like the sort of like it's almost like a Halloween special one where they go and magic's a real thing? Yeah, vaguely. I vaguely remember. It's a, it's an old program, but I used yeah. to like that. Uh, I mean, sliders. I remember sliders. You like sliders, but yeah, that, but that, that specific episode, episodes I always, of sliders. Not that so that episode I always remember. Oh, the worst episode for me was the uh, one where they there was a genetic abnormality where spiders and wasps yeah, were like I bred, remember. and there was just flying spiders that would sting <laughs> you to death. And I'm like, mm, no, and no. they were big as well. It's like that space thing. So I probably would have just like thrown myself off a bridge yeah, or done something bad. It genuinely worried you. Yeah, I was like, it's just like, well, I I'm don't out. want, I don't want that even as a concept. Didn't like it. Didn't life. like that episode at all. Well, let's move on from it then. I think we should. Uh, so what are we moving on to, uh, we've got Claude, love Claude, uh, who's always always a laugh. But we've also got Mark Antony and Pussyfoot. Mark Antony, of course, the philosopher. Yes. Uh, Pussyfoot, he's infatuated with, with Pussyfoot, the tiny yeah, cat. Yeah, but Pussyfoot, we decided, wasn't actually a tiny cat. No, Pussyfoot it's just was a, a tennis ball size, size lump of foam. Lump yeah. Of foam yeah. yeah, it's like a stress ball. Yeah, it's for, for, for Mark Antony. Stress ball that's been crushed one too many times and gained sentience. Yeah. Uh, we, but we also have Filbert. I don't know who Filbert is, but it doesn't say first appearance of Filbert. But then again, we have had this overzealous. Pe- people just name it. Convention. I mean, because it's not in blue, so it's not clickable. Yeah, he's not relevant then, is he? Not really. Let's go and find out who he is. We're watching Feline Frame Up. It's a Claude Cat, Mark Antony and Pussyfoot number with Philbert. Philbert. <laughs> with Philbert. Uh, from February 13th, 1954. Let's give it a look at that with our eyes. Okay. Philbert the the guy, you, why have you got? <laughs> sorry, yes. sorry for the better than tape there. That <laughs> was Cal spitting out a piece of packaging that he discovered was made of potato starch. I like potatoes, man. Yeah, but just the starch. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't. It didn't really seem to do anything. I mean, it's wh- nice and putting plastic in your mouth, though. I guess I'm chewing on that. Yeah, but I know it's a low bar to set for yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Easy to step over that bar, though. It's nice and low. Well, but you're about eight foot tall anyway. Exactly. So it's bar, bar could be pretty high for you. <laughs> yeah. Still just pop over, innit? Uh, yeah, I think Philbert was the adult man. In answer to the initial query, yeah. Philbert was the... Mm, back the, in the we, we thought for a while he was a torso person. Yeah. Which we hadn't encountered before. No, because we we've just, encountered leg people. It seemed quite intent not to show his legs for quite a long time. Yeah, but, but then the they end. did. Yeah. It's a bit disappointing. I quite liked They the, weren't as big as I expected them to be. Well, like, the legs. He's, he's got a mighty boot on him, and I really expected his legs to be like... Yeah, so... <gasps> like, I mean, there's a lot of people kicking each other in this episode. So much kicking. Like, just punting each other out of the house, or just out of the uh, the cat bed, or at one point, uh, Philbert punts uh, Mark Antony up a full flight of stairs. Yeah, out the basement, not the so he's got he's got a mighty boot on him, but they are slender pins. They are slender pins, but I mean, maybe that's not everything. You know, who knows? Maybe he's got really heavy feet and he can just sort of swing just them just well. Swing it. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, you know, like being uppercut with a foot. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably it. That's the only, that's all I got. Maybe it's his tune power. 
But yeah, the so Mark Anthony is uh, yep still in a house with uh, with Pussyfoot and yep. Claude. Uh, Claude doesn't like Pussyfoot very much because uh, obviously Pussyfoot's really cute and yep. like just gets all the preferential treatment. So the episode begins with Claude just punting Pussyfoot out of the bed, which is brilliant. Like it was just so I was it's like, so out of nowhere. It's just like you know, you standard little, little Looney Tunes bit, a bit of a tune, and then you've got Pussyfoot in a bed, and then just <laughs> suddenly it's just out. punted. <laughs> but that happened a lot in this episode. It was yeah. mostly um, Mark Anthony getting in trouble for not leaving the cats alone, yeah. when actually he was just trying to punish Claude for being, being mean, mean to, to Pussyfoot. Pussyfoot. Uh, but in the end, like ultimately, after a lot of different permutations yeah uh, he he manages to beat a confession out of claude i did enjoy throughout that whole episode the immediacy with which mark anthony will uh, jump on an opportunity to pummel claude uh, yeah like regardless of the surrounding circumstances but he's he's got ninja like skills oh yeah like it's-, it's mad some of the stuff he does is just insane like at one point obviously the door's locked uh he, he inflates a balloon which uh, he must be using helium because obviously the balloon actually floats. Yeah, it floats it up. It floats up. It's got a fish hook on the end of it and it floats up past the lock, unlocks it, and immediately the door yeah, opens and he like, runs in and bows him in the face. It's a split second before Mark Anthony is through that door with Claude, like his hand around Claude's neck, just yeah. pummeling him as, as many times as he can before, before he, gets, he gets, booted. gets booted out. It's just like... And that's his bit throughout the whole thing. But it's like it's like in his brain he's got like a bar and he can see how close he is to beating yeah. the confession out of Claude and any time he's not beating him it's going he's down re- the it's going down really slowly <laughs> so he just runs and goes ah! and then uh, yeah, good episode though I, I, I laughed really, a lot but it was pretty much always because <laughs> it was just the the immediacy of the public there's one bit where he puts himself in a gift yeah and he pushes well, like, the doorbell Metal Gear Solid's it doesn't he Phil but puts the gift on the table opens it and it's just like he's hardly undone the string before it's just this jack-in-the-box and pummeling situation uh, but ultimately like it hasn't changed very much no. it's just we just watched people pummel well, each other for a good claude the cat time. is now on the streets he is out on the street but, but i, I don't know if he'll he get back at the house I don't, yeah because he did say uh, it's just one of those days i guess so yeah. like there's this has hype. happened before is <laughs> that like, yeah this isn't the first time and from the force of the punt, like, I didn't get the impression it was the first time. No. It's just, uh, it's just something he does every day. Yeah. Like, foghorn, leghorn, pummeling, barnyard door. Yes, yeah. Yeah, again. It did seem to be almost that kind of relationship. Yeah. Like, because... Where they live together and they get on, but they do just love tormenting each but other. But also, the, pu- the individual punishments doled out by Filbert weren't that bad like he's got a boot on him yeah right but also like when he was just thwacking mark anthony on the head with a cane like it just didn't seem that bad it seemed like just like don't do that because yeah. he would get hit and then just get a couple more punches <laughs> yeah. in knowing he'd get hit against like ah yeah go on then yeah it's not that much of a deterrent is it <laughs> but yeah like again not a game changer i'm kind of upset that we didn't get into a situation where we've got a world of leg people and a world of torso people and never the twain shall meet. Yeah, I, I I was really hoping that that was. I like the was idea of maybe up. maybe it being something that was enforced legally uh, that they're not allowed to. Well, it's to together. stop them from working together, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because unstoppable, they'd be unstoppable. <laughs> but but yeah, so that that was a bit of a shame. Uh, yeah, because you know it was pretty conclusive, unless. Because he did say, "What's Harriet been buying?" And if Harriet's the legs, well, that's true. Because you never, <laughs> you never saw them like 
as a full unit. No, we saw sort of down to maybe like just mid thigh, the, the mid thigh, yeah. And then we saw just legs, and we saw just torso. So maybe Harriet is the legs. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that is the way, I, but in my head, that is the way it is. I mean, I'm gonna have I to. Don't go, think I don't think way. that's the way. Yeah. I just wish it was. Yeah. Uh, unless I see more strong evidence for torso people. Unless we saw uh, Philbert and ha- oh, if Harriet was labelled, yeah, I'd or, be more inclined. It's just like yeah, yeah. If it said Philbert and Harriet, because it'd Harriet be like where was Harriet? Harriet isn't mentioned in this. Yeah, but we never see Harriet. So, oh, yeah, so she is I, mentioned in the con. She's not. She's not I, listed. Yeah, I think character. we're. I think we're just gonna have to admit that that's not happening. If we yeah, ever just get Harriet though and just yeah. see some leg people, yeah. He'll be like, Harriet is a leg person, and we were right all along. So let's just keep that in mind. Uh, LeBron uh, isn't being very responsive. We went straight Again. to him last week. Yeah. I thought we were very polite. I think we were very polite. And quite, well, I and quite efficient, are. I thought. And informative. And we gave him like a little tidbit to just try and, uh, you know. Swing him around. So we're going to just go, come on, just just have a look. I mean, it's possible he's just got a lot on, but he really does need to start prioritising this. I think we I think we need to go to somebody who can give him a nudge. Well, let, let, let's go and have a look. I mean, I, I I think I know who you've settled on already, but uh, but like let's let's go and have a think about it. Maverick move. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion guy flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. Okay, let's get the sort of premeditated out of the way. You want to tweet Tom Cruise, don't you? Yeah. I mean, it, was, it was only because we were talking about Tom Cruise so much earlier Yeah, that I was like, well, he believes in aliens. Well, you say it's because so... of that, but then we talked about Tom Cruise earlier. Like That, that must have been in your brain for a reason. Not really. Uh, yeah, like as I said that, as I said, you that must saw the have look in, in my eyes and realised there's nothing in my brain. Well, I, I, I went. I don't know what in the past. I don't know how long I've had a year, five years, yeah, years. something like that. Right, I don't know what in those in that time has led me to believe that there's there's reasoning behind things you say or think about. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, that that was my bad there. Um, yeah. You you messed up real big do on you, that one. Do you do you think Tom Cruise uh, will be able to help? And also, do you think Tom Cruise is an avid enough user of Twitter? Well, he believes in aliens anyway. Yeah. Okay. That's a good start. So, so that's that, a start. that is a really good point. That's a yeah. really good start. Like that. That I think really could help us out here. Yeah. Um, he probably doesn't want any other aliens taking over planet Earth um, in place of the one he already believes in. Yeah. So, you know, he's probably going to be quite keen on helping LeBron or helping us help LeBron to stop that from So happening. are we going to take a pro-Scientology angle on it? I, I mean, I wouldn't say that I personally align with that belief. But no, I but do, I mean, but for, I do, the, for the tweet. But I do think for the tweet, we should probably... Just just like, even if there's just something we, can si- just something we could sign off with that just suggests yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're more on side. Hail Elron? No, because like he he wrote the book, but like oh, we've got, we're probably gonna have to look up what the aliens. Thetons. Are Some, is it thetons? thetons? There's something to do with thetons. Couldn't remember. We'll have a look. Let's do Tom Cruise. Let's we, do we Tom thought, Cruise. We yeah. thought we thought Tom Cruise. Long Let's just check. He's got a Twitter. He does have a Twitter. I don't think he runs it. So it maybe no. It doesn't look like he runs it. Does it? it doesn't look very personal. No. I mean, like, I like this picture of him at Comic Con though. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he's having a good time, and like you know uh, that. They're, they're in this weird middle ground of personal to like, uh, like, like it's definitely written to pretend it is him. Yeah, not it's like it's not 
super openly just a, a team. Yeah. But it is definitely just so a team. So I just realised he has a website. TomCruise.com. Well, let's get that I up. did not. Wow, There mate. he is. <laughs> His face features three uh, times. Get tickets. No scrolling required. Get tickets for what? I think uh, m- movies, I imagine. I'm but clicking like, it. I'm clicking it. I want, I want tickets to see Tom Cruise. This is really weird. Oh, this, this is just taken to his Facebook. This is a madness, Tom Oh, this Cruise. is Mission Impossible. Right, okay. So okay, tickets for Mission Impossible. Okay, right. Well, I mean, I don't know, actually. Now I'm looking back at the homepage, and all it <laughs> says is Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, Fallout in theatres, July 27th, get tickets. Like, and then... Yeah, but I mean, like, like we could... Oh, there's his filmography. Oh, right, okay. okay so, um, in, in his bio, right, it says, um, actor, producer, running in movies since 1981. Um, it's because he's got a very distinct running style. Endless love. He think, will like, like because tap, taps. Do you think he ran in that? Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just, no, he definitely ran in taps. Uh, what about uh, Top Gun? He did. Uh, Color of Money. Yeah, probably. Cocktail. Like yes. Wait, he stood behind a bar. Yeah, mate. but you've got to remember, like you, you know, you're run? thinking people only run in action films. People run in romantic comedies as well. Cocktail wasn't a romantic comedy. No, but people run in It was like, a factual endeavour into the bar industry all, and whatever Yeah, it was. I know, but like, it's like... People run for romance reasons as well. And there's always romance in Tom Cruise films. That's Rich Hall has written down how a Tom Cruise film works. Ah, Interview with a Vampire. I'm fairly certain he doesn't run in that, because he plays Lestat. And yeah, he I'm might... fairly certain he doesn't run in that at all. He dies uh, several times. Okay, I'll give, you, I'll give you an Interview with the Vampire. So, I would suggest there's a chance that... He he, and there. even if he does, does run... It's very unlikely to be in the Tom Cruise style because that is too frilly of a coat. It to is really too frilly of a coat. Yeah, and he's got cuffs. Yeah, exactly. The cuffs. Um, don't go with the T1000 <laughs> style. For the benefit of the tape, we're both doing <laughs> T1000 arms there because that's how Tom Cruise uh, Definitely ran in War of the Worlds. Um, Vanilla Sky. Yeah, definitely yeah, ran in that. For sure. All the Mission Impossibles. Minority Report, it's all he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the whole time. Yeah. That's that's peak running. Uh, night and day. Yeah, because that, yeah. that was uh, wasn't that one where they're like a, a couple and they're also assassins. Ah, uh, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that that sounds about right? It feels right. It feels true. I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, as that, you can tell. Ah, uh, no, this. that was a that was a. Um, There's also because there was another one, Mister and Missus Smith. That's the one I'm thinking. But I of. think Night and Day is not dissimilar. Right. Okay. Um. If you want to, if you want to low down on Tom Cruise running, go yeah. to Corridor Digital and find their Tom Cruise Olympics. They do different Olympics around their office, right. and they just have a lot of challenges. So they did a Jackie Chan one, which had okay. a lot of like wall running and jumping through stuff. They did an Indiana Jones one, which had a lot of things like estimate, estimating the weight of an idol, right? And yeah, and putting a bag of sand on there. Uh, and then the Tom Cruise one, highly running related, and it's really funny. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, go, go and watch. <laughs> yeah, well, and all of you at home, obviously. Not just Cal. You should all go and watch it. All I highly recommend it. their channel. It's really, really interesting. It's all about digital effects yeah. and films. And uh, yeah, it's just real funny. Cool. I, I'll it's, definitely no, give that a watch. We haven't done an advert in a while. No, and they didn't even ask us to. No. <laughs> I'll just, I might just tell them we've done it. And we've done an some, advert for you. Can I have some money? <laughs> go on, cough it up. Then it could be my job. Oh, yeah, let's do Tom Cruise. I reckon this... Because I don't think we have to do the Scientology angle. I think... Uh, like the the running and movies thing being there suggests to me that it is quite amuse uh, like yes. an amusing yeah, team yeah. Yes. Uh, that that puts this together. So they might and the belief the already belief in aliens it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be a That's head start. So let, let's get on it. Okay. Right, we're gonna keep it concise. Uh, thinking that he 
his sort of Scientology thing, like maybe yeah. his sort of PR people aren't that into doing that, but still just wanting to just yeah. make sure he knows how we're on site. This is. It's very important. So we, we've we've thought that through as well. So we've got to, uh, Tom. I'm going to cut to the chase. Basketball aliens coming to Earth in 2020, and King James is not taking it very seriously. We know you can see the severity of the situation and can help us help LeBron. LeBron must see this intel. Bitly slash Operation Zenu. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Undercover. Subtle. The bit that people will ignore, but... You it's know. like the bee in subtle. Yeah. yeah. It's like the bee. It's, it's subtle like the bee in subtle. Exactly. Uh, and then my favourite sign-off for these things. I don't know why, because it's never been true. Yeah. But he'll listen to you. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, when you say it's never been true, it might be true. It's just never happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Tom Cruise said, look, LeBron, you've got to check this out. I'm going to hit tweet, Matt. Hit tweet. It's a perfect tweet as well. It is a perfect tweet. We're perfect nailing tweet. it. Like, We're nailing it that, recently. Two eighty eight. That's there you go, Matt. Done. Beautiful. That's out there. And uh, you know, I think we've also uh, in this choice of uh, tweety, yeah, uh, nailed a good selection of songs for the end of the episode as well. Yeah, I think so. Hold up, I ain't trying to stunt, man. But the Yeezys jumped over the jump, man. Went from most hated to the champion God flow. I guess that's a feeling only me and LeBron know. I'm living three dreams. Right, Phil, like that might be relatively successful. I hope so. Yeah. We're moving on to some classic characters next up. Oh, man, I've been looking forward to these guys since we started. Since we first came up with this idea, I was like, you know who I can't wait for? Marsha and John. Who the fuck are Marsha and John? Marsha and John, mate. Like, these are pivotal characters. This this is going to change how we view the universe. Well, I don't think we should put it off for even a second. Marsha and John are here. They're, they're pivotal characters. Let's do it. Let's watch them pivot. Yeah. Uh, so we're watching Wild Wife, which doesn't fill me with confidence that this isn't going to be deeply sexist. Uh it's a Marsha and John number, apparently, from uh, February 20th, 1954. What a bombshell to end Let's on, do hey? it. Pivotal. It was, like, we were facetious before. Pivotal. <laughs> it was, and it genuinely it, was, though. Been irritatingly pivotal. I, I mean, I was right about one thing. Yeah. It was, it was, it was uh, you know, it was deeply sexy. It was sort of subversive. For a bit. But only up to a point, yeah. only, only up to a point where uh, a woman was depicted driving, at which point they couldn't fucking help themselves. But for she the most part... crashed into but, several but, things. But for the most part, she was the sympathetic character in, yes. the, in the thing. Because yeah. John, arsehole. He's a, he's a, he's a knob. Yeah. Uh, so it, it revolves around him uh, being annoyed that uh, Marsha hasn't mowed the lawn that day because uh, women have all the time in the world and they never manage to get anything done. Yeah. Uh, and Marsha giving a rundown of all the shit she's done of the and day. It was a lot. Um, but we immediately noticed uh, a, a discrepancy we haven't really had to deal with before. We've always yeah. theorised that it's a possibility. Yeah. But in this situation, Martha looks like... Because uh, we've seen like a few different types of like toon person. Yeah. We've seen people from our world who look just like that, sort of a bit too realistic. They're normally celebrities. Yeah. Then we've got like the sort of correctly proportioned people. Yeah. We've got standard Tooniverse people who are just like, a bit wackier. Yeah. Marsha, I would say, fits into that second category. Yeah. She looks like a human human. Yeah. Rather but than not a like human. someone from our universe. No. Just the correctly proportioned Toon human. Yes. John looks like a Hanna-Barbera character. 
So does and so does the his kids. son. Yeah, who looks like Bam Bam. Yes, exactly. Either that or like uh, what was the name of the one from the Jetsons? Oh, I can't the remember. Chip or something like that. I don't know. Something That's why I went with Bam Bam. Yeah, I can but remember the, but- Bam Bam's name, and he was also saying a lot of stuff that sounded Bam Bamish. Yes, such as Bam. <laughs> Bam. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so what we've actually got here is our first uh, inter-tuniversal family. Yeah. And, you know, it seems to work out on the biological level. Like, I mean, the, the, you know, they compa- can... compatible. Well, I mean, we assume it does because we don't actually know if those kids are necessarily That's theirs. true. Uh, but, you know, on uh, you know, a social level, uh, it, it seems a bit shit. It, but I mean, the thing is, is, I don't really know if it seems any different to any other uh, relationship we've seen between any other characters. No, I'm we've won- never seen a functioning relationship. Yeah, I'm wondering though, is that that is that why we're we're being shown? Because we've never really seen this this level of insight into family life as no. just a, as just a sort of slice of life. Here's a day, like outside of the three bears. Outside of three bears, the three, which like, are, three which bears are is obviously out of the ordinary. Yes. This one, do you think it's being shown to us because it's out of the ordinary or because it's the it's the first semblance of ordinary that has been has been know, achieved? I'm I'm thinking like you know the, the portals opened opened up on this to show that this is a part of like kind of what's happening with humans in that world. Like, yeah, you know that they are starting to, you know, the different humans from the different two universes are potentially Trying to unify as just over. humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kind of see that. Like it's. Like, because there was such a firm demarcation before. Yeah. Like, maybe it's just that it's taken this long for, uh, like, that integration to happen. Yeah. I mean, that definitely wasn't a... It seemed to be just a very human city that they were in as well. Yes. Well, that's not something we haven't seen no. before. No, no, no. That said, in this one, we also saw someone who is a human from our universe. Because at one point in the day, she goes to give blood. Yes. Uh, and there's a guy in front of her in a queue, and he's all shriveled up and green, which is something we've seen both with Hermann Goering. Yes. Uh, and with... Peter um, Lorre. Peter Lorre. Yeah. Uh, it's something that happens to humans from our side that go over and spend too yeah, long there. Yeah, spend too long there without returning, I like, think. Like, like, potentially, it's uh, maybe some of the paint starts to seep into their body and replaces their blood so they go green. It's possible, but then my thinking is, like, they're not... Like, because they're not, in their essence, made of paint. If they come back here, mm-hmm. they're not paint still. No. So, like, they have almost an avatar, but they've yeah. got to inhabit it somehow. I just think you're... Because the guy there, he was like, oh, you're making a donation. He was like, oh, no, I, I want to make a with- withdrawal. And it's just like, does your blood dry up if you stay too long in the universe? Yeah, but what, see, what's Because it's not a problem to anyone else. They don't have no, blood. They're made of no, pain. No. They just but, dry. If, if anything, they're healthier than ever. Yeah, but he's, he's saying he wants to make a withdrawal, which means like, if he's treating it as an actual bank. That means he's wanting to access his account. So he has made a deposit. That's so true. blood bank is an actual bank. Yeah. Where you deposit your blood and then at points you can I mean, the guy didn't seem to want to give him any blood. Why what was she donating blood for though? I think she's storing it up for a later date. Same reason you would with your money. But she but Well I I mean I suppose it's just I'll store some blood up and if I get injured You can use it. You can use it. It's a blood bank after all. And I, I guess if he's put blood in 
when early on yeah. and maybe returned back to our universe several times to, to yeah. sort himself so out. Maybe it allows and him now to extend he, his time. Now there. he spends a long time there, but mm-hmm. he has to go and get topped up with good wet blood. Yeah, good good moisty blood. Good wet blood and yeah. nifty drugs. Nifty drugs was the name of the drugstore? Oh, that pleased me a lot. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, it's nifty it just seemed drugs. to be a cafe. Well, I don't know, because it was like... Because I had like a bar where the you it know, did people sort of were had getting, a bar because because she went in for a chocolate malt. Yeah, and I was like, I was sort of torn with that because like you know if it is like that a fifties thing is that is that a fifties America thing where like the drugstore was also I suppose it was what I it do used to hear be, like, the, the term drugstore just mean like sort of general store but yeah. it is really weird but it is sort of where they made the sodas and stuff like that because it was the yeah. same it was the same in our country it was the same in England yeah I suppose so. Like you go to the pharmacy. It was just the name of it. Have the soldiers. Just the name of it. Nifty drugs. drugs. Oh, they're nifty. It's good. What 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 nifty drugs you have? They were nifty. She got hungry about twelve thirty. She went in with giant pile of parcels. She managed to sip the uh, chocolate malt through a small sort of uh, letterbox like window. Yeah, where she moved the box out so she could see. Um, But it was a giant chocolate malt. I do like a chocolate malt. You want a chocolate malt now, don't you? Well, I wouldn't say it was lunch though. That seems very slim fasty. Yeah, but she was very slim. Yeah, but do you think that's just the way she was drawn? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe she can't take in solids. <laughs> yeah, too slim. <laughs> too slim. Too slim. So like she, she can have a wet noodle at best. Yeah. And it has to be a, fed carefully yeah, down. Threaded down her <laughs> neck. <laughs> you just have to look up and over your gullet like a fucking... Like a bird. Like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just wobbles a noodle down there. <laughs> Get it right there. <laughs> so yeah, it was actually uh, you know quite Pivotal. socially interesting. It has unfortunately you know to an extent opened up the Hanna Barberaverse for us in the same way as unfortunately uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit opened up both a Marooniverse and a Disneyverse and a Disneyverse for us. We will not be watching all the Hanna Barbera. That's nope. too much. But I we might watch some wacky races. We though. might occasionally take a foray in if we feel like specific things would be relevant. Tom and Jerry. That opens up Tom and Jerry. It does open up Tom and Jerry. Uh, and now I'm like, is is uh, Jerry a baby elephant? <laughs> Is Jerry Baby Elephant? Is Tom on Sylvester's side? For the answer to these questions, start your own podcast. <laughs> start your own and, 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 but, and get in touch. But preferably work with us. Is there, we'll do we'll do the Tooniverse. Yeah. But if someone wants to do the Hanna Barbera verse in, in a sister podcast format, yeah. please do. We need we, to get we, to the we, bottom we, of this. We, we could work together. And by we, we mean you. And we'll, we, we'll, we'll occasionally chime in. Yeah, yeah. With some expert advice. Uh, so I think that's a uh, that's a. Uh, Good point to end on this week. It's, yeah, you know, it, like what something we thought would conclude nothing actually gave us quite a lot to work with. I know, right? Marshall I'm pretty and John. pleased with it. Marshall and John. Hope we see them again. I'm sorry we doubted you, Marshall. I'm not sorry I doubted John. Nah. It, in fact, I, you know, my expectations of John, John was about are right. Pretty <laughs> precise. <laughs> yeah. Apart from he's from the Hanna Barbera verse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as ever, thanks for listening to the show. It's good to know we're not on this uh, this uh, journey horribly, horribly alone. Yeah. Uh, and if you start a Hanna Barbaraverse podcast, we'll be even less alone. So yeah, wink, wink, some nudge, of that. nudge, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Tom and Jerry, you know what I mean. So many verses. Verses. Uh, as ever, we're going to leave you with a song, and you know we, we, you know we we tweeted uh, Tom Cruise earlier. Yeah. There's a new Top Gun film coming out, uh, so that's opened up you know a uh, whole like whole plethora of songs. But there's one obvious choice. Yeah. Wait a second. What do you think? The up. There's three, two, one. It. Okay. 
three, two, one. Playing, playing with, with the boys. boys. Okay, yeah, good. Obviously. <laughs> good, good, right. So we're going to leave you with some Kenny Loggins action. Uh, it's playing with the boys. And uh, you know, have a good week and we'll see you next time. Bye. Daddy, what?